Welcome to the Arrive Podcast, the U.S. Immigration Law Podcast for Canadians. I'm your host, Jeremy Richards, along with fellow U.S. immigration lawyer, Christine Jerusik. In today's podcast, we will be discussing the northern border between the United States and Canada. And, and at answering the question, is the border really closed? Is it? Uh, the answer is no, it's not closed. And it hasn't been closed for the no, last year. It's been contrary open to the popular belief. Time. And many Canadians think that we had a I had a client come, what was it, two weeks ago? And she was doing a reentry permit because she's a US permanent resident, but has been in Canada way too long and needed a reentry permit. And it was her first time, she said, out and about in a year. And she said it felt so liberating to be here in the U.S. and and just be able to to you know go around as normal. Um, and that's the perception that a lot of Canadians have that you can't travel during COVID. That you that the United States is locked down, that Canada is locked down, and you have to stay in your bunker and you can't get out. That's not true. There are exceptions to that. And throughout COVID, people have been able to visit the United States obtain visas to work in the United States, the border is open, but with limitations. Right, with, with restrictions. You can still come to the United States as a visitor. Primary method to do that is by air. You have to fly into the United States. You've been able to fly to the United States to visit throughout COVID. The same restrictions that have applied to Canadians pre-COVID apply now. You have to be coming for a limited duration. You're not coming to, to live here permanently. You're not coming to work. You're coming to visit Disneyland. That's now open, right? Or Disney World, I guess. Depends on which coast you're going to. Or you're coming to, to visit family or whatever it might be. If you're going by plane, there is no restriction on that. But Jeremy, what if they want to f drive to Florida? That's a different story. And that's where a lot of the confusion comes in. Uh, somebody in Fort Erie has a friend in Buffalo and they just want to drive across to visit, border's going to say, nope, you can't come. If you want to visit, you have to go to the airport in Toronto, you have to fly into the United States, then you can visit them. But unfortunately, that's the restriction under COVID. They're not allowing that. And the reason is, is because of the amount of traffic that goes through those, the northern border on a daily basis. And people going back and forth constantly, commuting, going shopping, visiting people. That's what they really are trying to restrict, that the people coming by land are doing so for essential purposes only. They're, they're not doing it for a daily commute or to visit people or to, or to do these tasks. Um, and if you look at the border, uh, the bridge, the Peace Bridge is right outside our window here. You see that really the only vehicles coming across right now are semi-trucks. Commerce hasn't stopped. Those are essential. Those are still coming. But... You don't see a lot of passenger cars coming across. And the reason is, is because if you're visiting, it's been limited to doing so by airplane. Right. But what about if you have a status here in the United States? So what if you, you're in Canada, but you have permanent residence in the U.S. or you're a dual citizen? Can you come to the U.S. by yeah. car? Yes, you There's can. no problem there, right? Because you have legal status here as a permanent resident or a U.S. citizen, they can't keep you out. Right. So you you would be admitted by car um, if you were traveling to the United States and you had status here. So there's no reason 
for people who have permanent residence, and we get calls about this all the time, that have been in Canada throughout COVID, um, you know, there's no reason why they can't have returned to the United States. Or even a work visa. Right. Oh, I'm sitting in Canada on my TN visa, which is a status for Canadians to work in the United States. Uh, I'm sitting in, in, in Canada on my TN visa. I've been here for a year, but I really need to go back to my job. Okay, then go. You have a visa. Go. Right. So if you have status here in the U.S., there's no reason why you can't return to the United States or travel to the U.S. either by land or by air. You need to be careful if you are a permanent resident, however, and you've been in Canada far too long. Then you might run into issues because it could be seen that you've maybe abandoned your green card. So some complications can arise, but in general, yes, if you have a valid that's a, visa. That's a story for another day. Yes, it is. We could go on forever about that. Um, so what about working in the United States? So working in the U.S., um, applications for Canadians, can a lot of them can be um, completed right at the border. Canadians have that benefit of making applications for certain work visas in the U.S. And when right did, at the border. when did that resume? That never stopped. Exactly. So it's been going on throughout COVID. You can make an application for either TN status or for an L1 visa at the border, and the border officer will process your application and admit you to the U.S. in status if you're approved um, to, to start working in the U.S. And that was a common misunderstanding, and it, it, even to today, that you cannot apply for a visa during COVID. That's not true, and it hasn't stopped. And we've had clients apply for both TN visas, L1 visas at the border on a regular basis without issue throughout COVID. And we have a lot of um, Canadian business owners who are very frustrated with the situation. Their business has been shut down for a long period of time on and off, um, and they just want to move their business to the U.S. or expand to the United States. We've helped a lot of people with those types of applications over the last year, um, and they're continuing now. Um, people are getting very frustrated with not being able to make a living in Canada. Exactly. And that hasn't stopped. And I want to emphasize that it has not stopped. If you do it correctly, you can still obtain work status to work in and live in the United States on a TN visa or an L1 visa. And we've been continuing to help it, Canadians obtain those throughout COVID without issue. Now, you do need to be aware when you're coming to the U.S. We're not saying there aren't restrictions. There are. You have to wear a mask. You might have to have a negative COVID test. But well, you only have to wear a mask in certain states. So some states don't have a mask. But at the border when you're applying, you oh, better yeah. have one on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, that's, you know, that's another thing we should talk about is the, ru the rules. I mean, when you're coming to the U.S., a lot of Canadians are surprised that the border officer isn't hitting them with a, a federal quarantine rule or requiring them to comply with certain COVID restrictions. The reason for that is because the COVID rule and quarantine rules here in the U.S. are done state by state. There's no federal quarantine requirement. So those federal border officers aren't required to enforce any of those rules. State um, by state. It's state by state, and it's basically on an honor system. So when you arrive in the state of your destination, you need to make sure that you are aware of what those quarantine rules are, um, your and, employer might make you quarantine and reporting you rules work, are right? right. So you've got to make sure that's it's on you to find those out and to comply with them. There can be fines if you don't comply in certain areas. So you got to be careful. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a big difference between Canada and the United States. Um, the federal government in the United States, uh, even though immigration is federal, uh, these quarantine rules are all state specific. So you just need to be aware of what that state might be. Much require. different than when you return to Canada, that's for sure. 
and you get your fancy hotel stay for two weeks. <laughs> or you get a, you get a border officer that that really takes down every piece of information they can on you to make sure that you're going to comply with the quarantine, and then you and get call phone you calls, every day. emails yeah. to make sure that you're complying throughout the two week period. Um, there just isn't a system like that set up here in the U.S. So don't be surprised when you show up at the border and they don't take down you know, all that detailed information and, and don't follow up with you. There's just no federal quarantine here. So you are able to continue to visit the United States as long as it's by plane. People have been able to continue to apply for visas at the border uh, throughout COVID. Um, you need to be aware of whatever restrictions there might be in compliance. What about with those? people that are here in the U.S. working now? Maybe Canadians have a TN or um, an L1 visa or any type of work permit, and they, they need to go back to Canada to to renew that status and extend it. Or you don't have to go back, right? You could stay and file by mail. There is a method where you can file by mail and avoid traveling. A lot of people have opted to do that. You can do that with U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. You can change your employer. You can extend your employ, employment. You can add an employer. That can all be done by mail if it's done properly. It's more expensive, and it takes mm -hmm. more time, so people want to avoid that. But right now we're seeing people want to avoid travel more than the expense. So that's available. But then you can. What if you don't have enough time to do that and you just want to go back to the border and make an application to renew your status? Then you can do what is called flag pulling. And flag pulling is where you basically touch down in Canada and come back to the U.S. without really entering Canada. So if you oh, we'll use the Peace Bridge, for example, because that's where a lot of our clients go. You show up in Buffalo, you get in a car, you drive across the Peace Bridge, you tell can the Canadian border officer that all you're doing is applying for a TN visa. They'll tell you to flip a U-turn across the bridge. You come back to the United States, and they will adjudicate your TN visa on the U.S. side of the border and admit you on a TN visa. And It's, it's called flagpoling because you're essentially driving to Canada, whipping sure. around the flagpole, and heading back into the United States. And that won't subject you to the quarantine rules in Canada. So you do. Well, still they'll, they'll tell you about them when you get there. They'll tell you all about how you're subject to a two week quarantine. But what happens is if you stay in Canada, sure, you're subject to that two week quarantine. But as soon as you leave the country that you're you're no longer subject to it. So they that's yeah. that's and then how the you U.S. again doesn't have the same rules. So right. When you show up they're They're going to adjudicate your your visa application and, and admit you'll you be on your the way United States. So, and, and that, then there that, are some people that want. Does that work at the airport too? It can. We've had clients do that, right? You had one just do that. Yep, that can work at the airport as well. So just you don't fly leave in, the airport. Yeah, you got to stay in the airport, get a flight in in the morning, make your application as you head back through pre-clearance, and then get a flight out later in the afternoon. That has been a successful way for people that we've helped uh, to extend their status at the at the airport. But if you want to visit. A family member, maybe you've been in the United States for a year and you haven't seen them in a long time, but your your visa is expiring. Well, you could take advantage of that. Go back to Canada. You would be subject to whatever quarantine measures that they put into place. But let's say you want to go visit for a couple months. Go back. Go visit for a couple months, and then on your return entry to the United States, you could apply for the visa. You would, however, again be subject to the to the fancy hotel quarantine. If you're flying, if you're driving, you don't have to do that. So just be aware of the, those restrictions that might apply if you are doing those things. But the answer in the end is 
The border's still open. You can still apply for these things. You can still go back and forth. You just need to be aware of the restrictions and, and comply with those. What if I have a cross-border relationship? Well, then continue my that relationship. Spouse, my spouse lives in Canada and, and I'm here in the U.S. Can they come visit me? Yes. How? I mean, by air, they could come visit me. But is there a way they could drive over the bridge to see me? No. So as a visitor, they don't want to see you in a car coming to go visit your, your family member in the United States. There are very limited exceptions. So most of the time, if you're coming to visit and you want to see a family member you haven't seen in a long time, you're going to have to do so by plane. And we see that with people that are waiting to bring a family member to the United States, right? They want to immigrate here. They have a pending green card application or maybe a fiance visa application. And they haven't seen that individual in a long time because of COVID. So they're coming to visit while that application is still pending. And then they get into this uh, situation where, okay, I'm reunited with my loved one, but I don't want to go back to Canada. That was too long to be away. I don't want to quarantine. I don't want to be subject to any of that. So now what? Well, if you're a spouse of a U.S. citizen or a parent of a U.S. citizen, you could essentially stay in the United States and make an application to adjust status here fiance. in the U.S. Or, or a fiance. That's another option. Um, just you could get married here in the U.S. and make an application as a spouse. If you, you're already married, you could do it. Or if they're, uh, you're the parent of a U.S. citizen, your son or daughter could apply for a green card for you while you're here in the United States. Um, with you know, with certain exceptions, uh, you have be to careful. be careful. Yeah. It's a it's a detailed process and it can be tricky. Um, so intent is what comes up, right? That's that's what complicates this process. Because when you're coming in the United States as a visitor, your intent is to depart. But then when you change your mind and now you want to stay, well, now you've changed your intent from being a, a visitor or a non-immigrant to being an immigrant. And that can cause complications. It doesn't mean it can't be done. We do this all the time and we've done it a lot during COVID where somebody showed up in the United States as a visitor, said, hey, I have a pending application, but I can't wait any longer. I can't go back to Canada. I can't go back to my home country. I want to stay. What do I do? Well, we can help you. It can be done as long as it's done correctly. There are timing windows that need to be taken into account, certain forms and, and processes that have to be completed uh, in order to do that correctly without causing long-term consequences. And I'll emphasize long-term consequences if you don't do that right. It can really complicate things, but it can be done. Yeah, and it's saved a lot of relationships that we've been helping out um, with these applications because they're looking at sometimes two-year timelines um, from start to finish to bring your spouse to the United States right now. Yeah, we um, had a conference call yesterday with the consulate in Montreal who processes all of the immigrant visa cases for Canada. They all have to go through Montreal. And what did they say? They're, they're handling they're cases from when? They're currently um, scheduling interviews for cases that were documentarily qualified in May of 2020. So that that's means, yeah, that's about a year behind what we would normally quote timelines. And it's weird because we've seen some that were qualified after that get interviews that are clients of ours. So I think that's just... The, they the may be being conservative, you, yeah. Um, but we have had some get interviews quicker. But the thing to, to keep in mind there is you're looking at with USCIS processing times of your petition and consular wait times, you're looking at close to two years. Yeah, two years of being separated. and When it was or, 10 to 12 months before COVID. Yes, yeah, so it's very hard on relationships. So 
Um, a lot of couples have chosen just to live together in the U.S., um, you know, and adjust to status after entering as a visitor. Another thing that uh, when you're coming to the United States, if you're driving, and we, we've seen this too, you said you had a client do this the other day. He was driving his truck across the border. He was on an he he himself had an L one visa, right? Yeah, but and he he's had a an passenger. He's an essential worker because he's a truck driver, but uh, his buddy passenger that decided to tag along for the ride did not have that did not have a work permit in the U.S. and uh, also was not an essential worker. So his his friend was told to get out of the <laughs> out of the cab of the truck and return bye bye. return to Canada. Was not going to be admitted to the United States. So. Uh, you have to be careful who you know who you're traveling with. Make sure that everybody that you're traveling with is admissible to the United States, or else somebody's going to be left behind. And that brings up another one. I have a client who's been delaying applying for a TM visa for a year, and the excuse every time is, "Oh, the border's closed, COVID." My answer: No, it's not. You can apply. And then I, a couple months later, same person: I want to do my visa, but the border's still closed. I, I try to emphasize, no, it's not. You can still apply for your visa. Well, the caveat with this one is uh, the person has a, um, a Winnebago, you know, an RV, and wants to bring family members oh. along with. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't work. You, no. you can't bring your spouse or children with you. You can bring your RV by yourself and apply, but you can't bring your family with you. So uh, you need to be aware of those restrictions as well. And essential worker, right? That's that's key. If you're commuting back and forth daily on a visa, you need to be an essential worker to do that. If you're just coming in and staying, you don't have to show you're an essential worker because you're just going to stay in the United States. It's those that are going back and forth on a daily basis. You can't do that unless you have proof that you're an essential worker. And I had a client two days ago run into a complication at the Lewis and Queenston Bridge where they didn't like his essential worker letter, so they turned him around. So we had to get a new one. Came back to the Peace Bridge, and then they allowed him in with that with the new proof of it being an essential worker. So these are all things that you need to take into account, whether you're visiting the United States, working in the United States, you have family members or loved ones in the United States you want to visit. The border is open with, with limited with limitation with limitations. So it is open. It is not closed. You can still visit. If you're, if you come by plane, you can still apply for visas at the border. You can, you can come to the United States with limitations and return to Canada. Just make sure that you are aware of the COVID restrictions that are in place at the time that you're traveling, because they do change frequently, if not daily. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Arrive podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and join us next time as we continue to discuss U.S. immigration law topics. Thank you for listening and have a great day.